Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, babies. Um, guess what? Mm, yeah, I'm late again with posting a podcast, but don't worry. You're going to get a good one this week. Um... Yeah, sorry, I was MIA. I've been recovering this week. I was in Amsterdam from Thursday to Sunday last week, and it ruined me. When I when I tell you, I got home Sunday night, like late at like 11 p.m., and I was in bed all of Monday and almost all of Tuesday as well. Like I was dead because it was just like, it was literally that Lady Gaga. I mean, it's like club, bus, another club, plane club that's what it was except no clubs because clubs are not open but it was just so full on of like okay dinner reservations at this time then we're gonna go to this party and see these people and then we're gonna go that it was just a lot a lot of not a lot of sleeping a lot of um salamari shots which i think is again so funny that dutch people love finnish salamari shots and they call it salamari and it's so funny um but yeah, so just a lot a lot of free alcohol, a lot of bad decisions, and some good ones, if you know what I mean. Anyway, so that's why I've been a little bit MIA. And then yesterday, I was literally on the phone for two hours with my group members doing our accounting final. So there's just been a lot going on. You know what I mean? Um, but the positive of this is that in the past three days, I've had time to think about what I want this podcast episode to be about. And it's going to be a good one because I've literally handwritten down notes on what we're going to talk about today. Sorry, let me take a sip of my coffee. And it's a topic that I've touched on before, but I think I've always touched on. So, okay, the topic today is going to be dating in your 20s. Um, which difficult, difficult question here, uh, because there's a lot of different like paths you can take with this, but I wanted to, to discuss, I saw this TikTok of this girl that was like how to reframe dating in your twenties. Um, and she has said word for word, everything that I've said to my friends before. So I was like, why haven't I said this on the podcast before? So, oh wait, let me shout her out because she had a really good video on it. Um, uh, it's Kate plus eight FT is her TikTok. Shout out to Kate plus eight um, FT. Um, she's the one that kind of inspired this, but I think I might be repeating myself from previous podcast episodes, but I thought let's like put it all into one place so we can always refer back to this episode, if you know what I mean. But so let's start with what the, like, let's, we're getting right into it. I have no, I guys, I have no stories I can tell from my Amsterdam trip on the podcast. They are all PG. I can literally not tell anyone about them. So, um, we'll leave it at that. There's no Amsterdam stories this time. I'm sorry. I'm like trying to think of like a person I didn't even see that many people. Cause again, like 
bars are only open till 10 and stuff. So I really only saw like the people I know in Amsterdam. Like I wasn't running around the city and seeing a bunch of like randos in different places. Anyways, I did have a great time. Shout out to everyone. That made my trip really fun. Um, but yeah, so we're getting right into it. No Amsterdam stories. Sorry. <laughs> if I don't know if you even guys saw it. Like I didn't even take a single like I was going ready into this trip to be like, okay, we're going to get cute Amsterdam content. I'm going to take a fucking photo next to the canal. Like Instagram's going to be popping. Did not take a single photo of myself that I can legally post on Instagram without uh, getting into some sort of trouble with someone. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just, anyways, enough about me being unwell. More about dating in your 20s. So let's just, let's talk about what the initial problem is with dating in your 20s. I think a lot of people um, go into their 20s really, especially like there's such a big difference between like when you're 18 and you're 20. When you're 18, it's kind of like you're probably dating someone from high school or something like that. And that's like fun because you see you guys, you see each other every single day. But in your 20s, you can be 20 years old and dating like a 26 year old, like that's not, well, it's a little crazy. That's a little bit of a big leap, but you know what I mean? Like there's a lot more options out there when you're dating. You're probably living outside of your parents' home. You are studying or working full-time. Like your life shifts a lot in your twenties. So not only are you trying to figure out like your personal life and like your personal goals and what you're trying to do either school-wise, career-wise, anything. But then at the same time, there's this kind of, I wouldn't say that there's a pressure, but there is this like in the back of your head where it's like, okay, who am I dating? Like YOLO time to, time to be a bad bitty and date some people. Um, because I think like all of my, I'm like stressed out of this. Like I'm turning 22 and I'm like, oh my God, I've never had a boyfriend. Like maybe it's time for me to get a fucking boyfriend, which is so stupid because it's like, why, you know, we'll get into that later. But it's just, there is this kind of crazy pressure of either, it depends on who you are and who you're surrounded with, but it's either to date someone or it's to indulge in what we call hookup culture. Um, which I think hookup culture is something that's maybe been like kind of like coined by American terminology, like not to be rude, but I think people in Europe have been hooking up for a long time instead of dating. I think it's something that's like new that's kind of entered like the American zeitgeist and maybe in its most toxic form. Because I know a lot of people in Europe that happily will just not date anyone and just continuously hook up with people um, and be very fulfilled with that. Um, Not without, you know, a little bit of judgment here and there, but I think that there's been this like, this negative connotation put on with hookup culture, but as long as you're doing it on your own terms and staying safe, then what really is the issue with it? Um, I know that there's like a lot of ideas of like toxicity and this and that, but it's like, I've seen it work out. And as long as you are staying true to yourself and your morals and what you expect from a person, even if it's a person that you're just hooking up with, then it's a beautiful thing. Anyways, that's, that's the problem here is that it's like, I'm in my twenties. How do I know who wants to be in a relationship? How do I know 
who is just trying to hook up with me. How do I do this? How do I do that? What if this? What if that? I'm here to tell you, it's not about the other person's intentions. I think it's about your intentions. It's great if your intentions align, but it's not um, a necessary thing. I think maybe specifically women, we get really caught up where we're like, oh my God, should I even like go on a date with this guy? Because I think he's just trying to hook up with me. Okay. But if you're not just going to hook up with him, then you don't have to hook up with him. Or if he is trying to date you, but you're just trying to hook up with him, that's okay too. As long as you're honest about your intentions with that person, it doesn't matter what their intentions with you are. If you catch my drift, because I think that we are too, I think we've separated like hookup culture and dating too far. I think in reality, what we should just be thinking about is meeting people and going on dates and seeing where that takes us instead of it being like, I'm just going to hook up with this guy or I'm just going to go on a date with this guy or girl, whatever you're into or non-binaries. I'm going to say guys in this situation, though, just throughout the episode, because that's what I am predominantly dating. Um, But so this is the thing. I think that we have made it way too black and white instead of letting it be what it is, which is in your 20s, meeting people and seeing what happens. So that is why I have classified dating into three different things different categories. And I want you to look at it from the perspective of this could end up in just a kiss with someone. This could end up in a ghosting situation. This could end up in a relationship. This could end up in friendship. This could end up in anything. But these are the three different reasons that you can go on dates for. So let's discuss. Number one, which is my number one advice to everyone is dating for experience, especially because of fucking COVID right now. We are so stuck in the idea, uh, or st- stuck in the idea of ourselves who, who were around constantly. So you know how you act and present yourself around your parents because they know you and you know them. Your siblings, same thing. Your friends, you know how you act, what you say, what you do around them because they know you and you know them co-workers, teachers, classmates, all of that. Those are the main interactions we have on a daily basis. That is how we present ourselves to people. But how do you present yourself to a new person in a new social setting? That is the thing that I personally think needs a lot of practice. We've done all the the, the dear soldiers where it's like, oh, I've never been on a date before. How do I do this or whatever? This is how you do it. You practice it. You date for experience. Because when like, I, it's like very rare right now during COVID that we're like really going out and meeting new people and like having one-on-one discussions with people we've just met. But it's such an important life skill to have to know how you decide to present yourself to a person that does not know you. Would you say the same things that you say to your best friend to a guy that just took you out for drinks. You know what I mean? I think that there's so much value and there's so much you can learn about yourself in going on dates with people. 
How do you carry yourself socially? How do you carry yourself in situations that you're not 100% comfortable in? How do you carry yourself when you meet new people? Those are such valuable things to learn because that's how you end up like, that's how I ended up going. If you listen to the first episode, Bad Tinder Dates, then like, that's how I, I think this boy that I wanted to date with was telling me all these like stupid things about himself that I did not care about because he was talking to me as if I was someone that knew him. But because I didn't know him and he was telling me these things, it was extremely off-putting. So I think that there is this, there's so much value in understanding, you know, how to present yourself, what to let people know about you instantly. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's not just, oh, hi, my name is, like, I, I can't just be like, hi, my name is Maya. I have ADHD and I love my psychiatrist. Like, that's not something I should say to someone on the first date. It's something I could say, but instead I could say, oh my God, hi, my name is Maya. I really love interior design and I love to play tennis. Way more approachable socially than kind of giving the depth and everything that I um would give to you guys because we're we're close like that we're besties like that or to people that know me there's such a fine line of what you can expose and what you can't expose on a first date obviously once you get to know someone fucking free willy i don't give a shit what you say but there's so much value and then you know what if you don't like the guy you don't have to see him again or if you do you do or if you realize there's just only a sexual attraction here, sleep with him. You know what I mean? Like, I think that there needs to be this idea where it's like, what am I gaining from this? I'm gaining experiences from this. It's what it is. That brings me to point two, which is the concept of dating for content, which kind of sounds fucked up when you say it out loud. But again, dating isn't that deep. You find a guy cute on Tinder, be like, hey, let's go get a drink. It's kind of the same as dating for experience, but like this doesn't need to even be that serious. It's just like, hey, I'm free on a Thursday night. Let's go get drinks. Let's talk for a couple hours and then see what happens. Like if it doesn't work out, who cares? I think that there's also this like, at least I do it. I think a lot of people with ADHD also do this, but a lot of people in general, um, that when if you like spend weeks and weeks and weeks like talking on a dating app with someone, you build them up in your head to be something way bigger than they actually are. And then you end up kind of being disappointed. I think do it for the content, do it as soon as possible, like figure out what the vibe is. And if it sucks, you got content, you have a story to tell your friends, you have whatever. The last guy I dated (laughs) was dating for content. Again, I said this in the last episode, someday this story will come out on the podcast, but it's not yet. Not yet. But what I'm saying is like, yeah, was it a shitty thing that happened? Like, not like a shitty thing, but like a shitty thing to get to know about a person that you've been dating that happened to me? Yeah. But can I sit here and laugh about it and tell my friends and be like, oh my God, this guy that I really liked ended up doing this or saying that? It's content. And you know what? I wasn't that emotionally invested in it because it'd been a couple weeks. You can like, I think that that's the other thing is that like people get so distraught into like, 
oh my God, like, is this being serious? Is this not? Is this whatever? I think you can have really casual conversations and be like, hey, are you going on dates with other people? If they say yes, then be like, oh, well, I wasn't really thinking I'm going to do that. Or if they say no, and you're still thinking about doing it, be honest. This is coming from someone who chooses not to be honest sometimes in relationships. But what I'm telling you is that the times when I haven't been honest in relationships, um, I haven't, like, it, it's really sucked because I've wanted to say things and I haven't, or I've ghosted instead of actually saying things. I'm very much an easy way out kind of person, which is not good when it comes to relationships. That's why um, I haven't been in one. <laughs> Okay, we're on to point three, which is dating for a relationship. But guess what? Dating for experience, dating for content, dating for a hookup, all of those things can turn into dating for a relationship. You know why? If you go into dating for an experience or dating for content with the mindset of, oh, I am looking for a relationship, it can turn into one. What I'm saying is that, like, I think in the, like, age of social media, we've gotten so stuck on the the, the concept of, like, oh, I'm only going to meet up with a person if they're, like, the perfect guy because you're, like, stalking his Instagram or something. No. let Like, I think you need to give people a chance. People- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. People think I'm psycho based off of my Instagram page. So it's very nice when people give me a shot and uh, kind of hear me out and realize that I'm not just a bimbo that kind of posts thirst traps on Instagram. You know what I mean? Like, I think that there's so much value in giving people chances when you're dating in your 20s. There are... The last guy I dated, I gave him a chance. He was not the guy I would usually go for. Did it end out good? End up good? No. But it's an experience. Like, I don't know how I can't, like, drill this into your head enough. Because if you're not meeting people, learning things, learning what, again, now I know what not to look for in a guy because I went on a couple dates with that guy and I realized, mm, I don't like that. How, like, you can't expect to find the perfect mold of someone if you're not trying out different things. I'm one of the most indecisive people I know. How am I supposed to know if I like blondes or brunettes if I haven't dated both? You know what I mean? That's such a shallow thing to say, blondes or brunettes. It's all about the vibes, baby. I hate when people say that. Like, I wish I could 
well, I guess I could physically put together like a a visual guide of guys that I think are hot, but there's also major exceptions in that. Oh my God. Speaking of, I'm going to go on a tangent here. Let's stop talking about dating for a second. I don't know if you guys saw my TikTok last night, but there is this man who's doing like a TikTok series about footballers that actually know how to dress. And if you guys know, I haven't, I don't discuss this very publicly, but I do have a soft spot for athletes, but it's like a specific type of athlete. So like Riley Opelka, for example, he's like the six foot six tennis player with an insane wingspan and only wears rick owens if you okay if you're into tennis he got fined at the last u.s open for having that pink bag he got fined 10k for walking on court with this pink tote bag because the logo on it was too big anyways whole thing um anyways i have like the fattest crush on riley opelka because i'm like he's just this like tall, rugged tennis player, athlete man that only wears Rick Owens and like Tom Brown. It's so funny because he's such a big like man baby because he's huge, like he's massive, but then he's wearing like dainty designer clothes. I don't know, whatever. I That was like the longest tangent of my life. Basically, I like athletes that dress well, not like the Cristiano Ronaldo's, you know, like there's that, oh, it, there's like that concept of like, oh, athletes, you like buff guys that like have slicked back hair. No, 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 baby. Basically, this guy made a TikTok being like footballers that dress well. And it was about Hector Bellerin. Bitch, Hector Bellerin has been my low-key crush for a very long time. And he is like my ideal type on paper. Plays football, has beautiful brown hair, and dresses well. He, f- he posts photo dumps on Instagram. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, he's such a little, I love the juxtaposition of like indie vibes with like something. He, I don't know if he still plays for Arsenal, but he at least used to play for Arsenal. And when I think of Arsenal, I think of like terrible British football fans. And when he is like the complete opposite of what they would be into, that juxtaposition just friggin' gets me. Um, Why did I get to this point? Oh, I was talking about like, how do you know what your type is if you haven't dated enough people and stuff like that? Anyways, what I'm trying to say is that COVID has had us be in the house for so long that we think like it's normal to like not meet up and date people in person and that we should do everything on our phones and that like it's normal for a guy to be like texting us for two weeks on Instagram DM before he asks us out on a date. And that's not I hate to, I kind of hate this saying, but like if he wanted to, he would. And I think that there's a lot of value in meeting people in real life. I think that like, especially when it comes to dating, I hate the way I text and I hate the way other people text. Like I hate texting. And I think that like, that's really like what's taken a downturn and what has really brought hookup culture to the upturn because it's like, it's so easy to just text someone and be like, want to come over? What? And then have it be that. Which, again, is fine if that's what you want. But I hear all these people complaining about, oh my God, I hate hookup culture. Hookup culture is this, hookup culture is that. Like, it's so toxic, whatever. You don't need to take part in it. You can take part in dating culture. And people, I know people are going to be like, yeah, but no guy wants to do that or no girl wants to do that. Yes, they do. Because guys, I'm 
indulging in the best of both worlds. It's really like if you wanted to, you would. If you wanted to go on a date with someone, you would. You know what I mean? You need to build these situations for yourself. I have, I, I can look at my DMs. I have guys that are like, hey, hot girl, do you have an OnlyFans? But then I also have guys that are like, hey, what's up? I would love to take you out on a date. There's a value in trying different things. There's also, like, I can't say this enough. There's so much value in trying different things, meeting new people, and gaining experiences from them. What if what if the first date you ever go on is with a guy that in your mind you're like, I could marry this man, but you completely fuck it up because you don't know how to go on dates. You don't know how to have social interactions. Okay, that's me and not saying you don't know how to. But there's so much value in talking to people. Not on Instagram, not at a nightclub, whatever. I am here to tell you, 2022... You're going on dates. I'm forcing every single one of you to go on dates. Once you're 27, then you can start getting picky. But I know half of you guys are at least between the ages of like 16 and 24. And if you're, okay, not 16. 16 is too young for this. This episode's not for you if you're 16. Maybe if you're like 19 and up, this episode's for you. But what I'm saying is, guys... Put yourself out there and don't like, I think that like the worst thing you can do is be like, oh, but people just want this. People just want that. What do you want? What do you want? Figure it out and go on a date. Also, even if you're not looking for a relationship, I think you should still be going on dates. I, my friends were joking. They were like, Maya, you need to go on a date soon because like your like social battery is like dying out a little bit. And that's true. I do need to go on a date and talk to someone about how I love chairs for the fucking 50th time. I gain so much from interactions like that. Of course, there's going to be some shitty ones. But again, make the shitty ones into content. I don't know if you guys have listened to this podcast, but I've made so many shitty situations into content. And that sucks, kind of, but it hasn't hurt. It hasn't actually hurt me. If anything... I have realized I don't like guys that um, glorify drug use. Kind of a random one. That's the first one that came to mind. Don't ask me who I've been dating. It's not good. <laughs> but you catch my drift. I do like guys that ask me about things that I like. I do like guys whom I share similar music taste with. I do like guys that have um exciting jobs or are passionate about something or whatever I think okay on another side note we're doing more side notes in this episode I swear this was more thought out in my head and instead I've just been screaming at you guys to go on dates and get experiences but um on a side note I hate when people are like I just want a guy that's like passionate about something and like it's just like really whatever and I think that's so stupid also to like I'm like, bitch, what are you passionate about? What am I passionate about? You know what I mean? Making a podcast. But I think that it's also like, you need to go into things with realistic ideas. Like, you're not going to go on a date with a 22-year-old guy that's like, yeah, my passion 
is finance. Well, maybe you will actually, if you look in the right places, you will find those guys. But I think that it's like another thing of like, guys, we're, I'm 21, 22 almost. I'm not going to find another 22 year old. Like I'm very lost in life and I need to also give leeway to people to also be lost in life. Like I'm not going to find a person that's like, unless I'm dating 28 year olds, maybe then I'll find someone, but like not ready for that either. But if you are like dating people in the same ages group as you, I think maybe this is just me. Maybe I'm projecting my own feelings onto you guys, but I'm always like, oh, but like, why don't they have something sorted out already? And I'm like, wait, you don't have that same thing sorted out. Like, why do you get that pass and they don't? I think just think about things from the perspective of like, I mean, this is the difficult thing here is like, you need to, um, be able to sympathize with other people in their situations which again, as 20 year olds, that's very difficult for us to do because it's life is so like me, 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 but be realistic about what you look for in people. Don't be like, I want him to have a car. I want him to do this. I want him to do that. Be realistic. What do you have to offer? And is, is what they're offering at par with what you have? Is there at least a balance there? And then I think you'll find happiness. Maybe you'll find a boyfriend. Maybe you'll find a friend. Maybe you'll find a group of friends. Maybe you'll find a good story to tell your fucking podcast listeners. You know what I mean? Or maybe you don't find anything. The guy sucks. You ghost him. But you know what you have? You have two hours on your belt, maybe a free drink, and you've just realized what you don't like in guys. And also you've realized what you like to tell about yourself, how you interact in social situations, and how in the future you want to act in, in social situations. It's all about figuring it out for yourself. And I think when you get caught up in, I want a boyfriend or, oh, guys only want to hook up, you're selling yourself short. Try out some shit. Figure it out. Okay, we're getting at the 30-minute mark, and I'm going to stop preaching about this, but I hope you guys can understand what I'm coming with, what, what, I, what, I, what my drift is. The other person's intentions don't matter if you know what your intentions are when you're going into a date. All I got to say, be open-minded. Don't like, have specifics of what you're looking for, and just enjoy yourself. That's what dating should be. Dating's supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be some like mind game bullshit. That's what it is. YOLO, just YOLO it. Go 2022, I'm challenging, unless you have a significant other, I'm not going to intervene in that, but I'm challenging you to actually go out and meet people outside of your bubble. Because there's that saying where it's like, fucking 7 billion people in this world and you think your soulmate lives in like the six kilometer radius radius of you no put yourself out there meet new people and see what happens if anything it's content that's 2022 baby we do everything for content oh i'm sorry it's i don't mean it like that like kind of but not really you know what i mean If you got through me screaming for 30 minutes about dating just now, God bless you, because that was rough for me even. I just listened to like half of it back. 
weird vibes in this one, guys. Sorry about it. I think I'm just excited. I'm also like had a really strong coffee this morning and I'm still drinking it and it's just, it's taking me somewhere, but I miss you guys. When I, when I don't talk on the podcast for over a week, I just don't even know how to act anymore. I just scream anyways. I hope you, I hope you get the point. 2022 putting ourselves out there. YOLO. Um, and see what happens. I would love to get updates on your dates. I love, I do want to say a shout out, I'm not going to say any names, but when you guys send me updates on situations I've talked about on uh, Dear Soldier in my email, it makes my day and I try and respond back to everyone. Uh, so thank you for that. If not, you can catch me in my DMs, uh, either at Soldier Maya or at Mood Revive Pod. Doesn't matter which one. I try and respond to everything. If I don't, try again. DMs get lost. It's not weird if you double text me. Promise I won't be weirded out. Um, And yeah, I just want to say thank you. Sorry we're late again, but I hope this episode of me screaming at you guys was worth it. Um, If not, let me know. Also, I have a new idea for next week's pod, which will be out in like three days by the time this goes up because we're getting back on schedule. Um... I wanted to do a assumptions, you know, like how people on YouTube do like the like assumptions videos, but I want to do an assumptions podcast where we get a little deep and personal. So make sure you follow the mood or vibe Instagram page because uh, later this week I will be posting um, the little story tag where you can leave your assumptions about me, my life my friendships, my dating life, any any assumptions you want um, that kind of have to do with me, the podcast, whatever, leave them there. And then we're going to be discussing them on the podcast, um, which I think will be really fun because you, I'm, you guys, I'm allowing you because I love you to get a little bit mean. Okay. You're allowed to get a little bit mean in the assumptions part. Um, not too mean, though, because I will get my feelings hurt. You might be blocked. That's a lie. I would never block you. <laughs> Anyways, that's what we're doing next week. So make sure you follow Mood or Vibe Pod on Instagram to uh, not miss out on being involved in that. Also, um, I came out with a the third episode of Mood or Vibe Radio, which I think is one of my favorite pieces of, like, content I have ever recorded. Something about that episode is so nostalgic, so fun for me. And I just missed doing the radio show. It's one of my favorite things ever. And I love when you guys love it. So if you haven't listened to that yet, search up Mood or Vibe Radio on Spotify and go have a listen because that's just one of those things that's so special to me and I love it. Um, Okay. I think that's all I have to say. Thank you so much for listening. You're the best. Um, And yeah, I hope you have at least one positive thing to take away from this episode other than me being a little bit crazy. You're the best. I love you and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.